0: Studio with us this morning, we have George Hefter from TCT Computer Solutions. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Jenna.
0: How are things going?
1: So far, so good. I'm happy with the weather. We're not having scorching 100-degree days, so I think that uh, it's a win as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're in the middle of summer. It's getting to be that time of year where everybody's off having vacations. And maybe as we're starting to move into August and... and uh, Fair season is almost here, and more and more businesses are starting to sort of recover from the summer lulls, I guess you could say.
1: It is a lull.
0: Yeah. Uh, Getting into making sure that, you know, we've talked a lot about the fact that Microsoft is uh, going to stop supporting Windows 7.
1: Windows 7, Server 2008 and Small Business Server 2011, which there are a lot of customers out there using, business customers using right now. Yeah. Because that one is based on Server 2008. So it's also reaching end of support.
0: And it's getting to that point where it's time to make sure that you have a plan. And while it's important for you to have a plan, it's also important to make sure that you're working with somebody who can help you really flesh out that plan to make sure that it's going to meet all your needs and there aren't going to be any bumps in the road as you make that conversion happen and Chances are your nephew is not going to be able to make that happen
1: Yeah, as much as you might love your nephew and as much as he may have some casual skills at the computer if he's not doing that job on a full-time basis as a professional I guarantee you at some point or another in the course of your business, he's going to be inadequate for the task. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just saying that unless you do this job and pay attention to what's going on in the industry and the changes and the threats and cybersecurity threats and everything else on a full-time basis, you are not going to be up to the task of maintaining and protecting a business. Uh, Just today, what's on the news today? Capital One, right? And guess who it was hacked by? A single guy who worked for Amazon. It was
0: a girl actually.
1: Oh, it was a girl. Yeah. I knew it was a single yeah, person. A
0: software engineer, she just yeah. decided that
1: Can, so, you know, if if a single person could find their way into however capable they might be, if could find their way into a large company like Capital One and affect customers both here in the US and in Canada. I I mean, doesn't that say something to you that if they can't protect themselves, what makes you think you can protect yourself adequately with only the knowledge you have or only the knowledge your son-in-law, your brother, your nephew, your kid has uh, without a computer professional uh, actually to back you up? And then while you're gone on vacation, all right, who's running the show? Who is protecting you if, if you're vigilant yourself and ask the right questions? when you're away on vacation like most of July who was minding the store
0: mm-hmm. who was
1: making sure you stayed safe if you don't have professional help on an ongoing basis quite frankly i don't believe you're well enough protected
0: yeah well and it's so important like you mentioned you know this capital 1 hack you know one gal up in seattle just you know deciding she she found a way in and she got over 140 million customers Right. Private personal information, social security cards, addresses, credit infor- inf- information. Right Now, granted, it doesn't look like she did anything nefarious with it except for, you know, posted on Twitter, forgotten everybody to access. But uh, there are others who won't be quite so open about the fact that they hacked into your stuff and they'll sell it. Yeah, you've
1: got, you've, you've got to ask yourself what would motivate a person like that in the first place, okay? Mm-hmm. If they were willing to violate that position of trust, how can you trust them with anything? I mean, mm-hmm. just think about it if you have your own employees. If your employee let you down by some breach of trust like that, would you ever trust them again? All right, I, I can't imagine uh, that why you would and I can't imagine why if a company as large as capital One a fortune probably a fortune one hundred company all the credit all the credit card companies are certainly up there in the uh, the the rare air right the rare atmosphere area uh, i can't imagine if they can't protect themselves or if they're careless enough to leave some gate unguarded, mm-hmm. some door open that shouldn't have been open. you know what chance does a small business have other than except other than extraordinary vigilance okay Mm -hmm. this is something that a company like mine and others like us can offer okay because take that down to a micro scale as opposed to a macro scale i don't know that i would be capable of protecting all the doors at a company like capital one because it's just such a huge enterprise and there are so many people, and since the bottom line of protection really comes down to people, you have to create an atmosphere of security. Right. You can't just have all the hardware and all the software and all the all the anti ransomware protection in place, not just by itself. You've got to have uh, an educated staff as well. You got to have people who think security every day. Who and you have to set standards and rules that provide security every day. Because right now, the individual users, the ones typing on the keys and clicking on the mouse are the ones who typically are the fault for opening the door and it's not usually on purpose it's usually because their brain wasn't completely engaged at the time they weren't suspicious enough of that link and that sort of thing so you really do have to create an environment an atmosphere of security in order to be protected and the larger the company gets i can just imagine how much harder that becomes
0: yeah absolutely and you know i like to think that I know a thing or two about computers, but I, you know, was trying to help a friend the other day. Her computer wasn't printing properly. And I'm like, oh, well, this should be really easy, right? I can figure out how to help her with this. It's a brand new computer that she just recently had installed. And, you know, we'll, we'll just check the drivers. Well, I have no idea how to use Windows 10. Because I'm, you know, for my personal stuff, I use Mac. And so uh, between the two of us, we pretty much accomplished nothing. And it's, you know, and I feel, you know, I've been using computers for my entire adult life. This is not something that is new to me. I think I know how to do th- certain basic things. But... Um, even that little bit things change so much that it's unless you're involved in it on a regular basis unless you're staying in tune with all the trade changes that are happening this is not something that you can really do you know as a business owner you've got to run your business you've got to let somebody who knows how to handle your computer system how to handle the networking how to handle your security it's important enough vitally important For you to have somebody who is an expert in that take care of it that
1: is so true that is so true by the way we have customers that have macs and they have printing issues too Mm -hmm. and and their printing issues usually result from somebody familiar with windows trying to overcome the (laughs) mac uh, uh, environment in which you seldom need to load a driver because it has built in and detects all the drivers it needs. Right. And we encountered something like that with a recent customer where Mm -hmm. some copier people came out, kept forcing a driver down the throat of these Macs, and then they couldn't print, and then they couldn't scan to file, then they couldn't do any of those features until we got all of those drivers off of there and let the Mac take over and do its thing. And then then they were able to work just fine. And uh, so you're right. You have to have... You gotta be in the trenches. You gotta do this every day in order to stay current. It's not it's it's difficult to get current, but it's once you're current it's fairly easy to stay current. If you're in this environment you do this for a living. Amen. That's uh, all I can say is that's, that's I think, the advantage we bring to our customers is that we're in the trenches every day with all kinds of computers.
0: That's right. And George wants to be on your team. All you need to do is contact him at TCTCS.com and find out how he and his team can help be that source of knowledge and that subject matter expert to help you in your efforts to stay secure and to stay up to date with your computer systems. TCTCS cs.com And talking about the need to make sure that as you're installing new things on your network and bringing in new computers or getting rid of old computers or converting software and different things like that, it's so important to make sure that you have a subject matter expert. And I know a lot of us, you know, we're strapped for time, we're strapped for resources. You think, oh, you know, my cousin Vinny, he'll be able to you know take care of it install you know he 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 works on computers or did 30 years ago and things change so much that it's really important especially in this day and age where security is of the utmost importance you've got to make sure that you're working with somebody that you can trust who is up to date and able to make all the security improvements that you need
1: that is so true that is so true we uh we you know, it's the, with the familiarity uh, that people have with computers at their homes, it's real easy for them to fall into that trap. Well, I know enough. I know enough to get by. I know enough to load a new software. I know enough. Well, uh, line of business software is invariably more complex than almost anything you might load at home for, for almost any reason. Mm-hmm. And And we have businesses of all types as customers, and we've encountered line of business software of all types, software supported by Oracle, software supported by Microsoft SQL, software that depends on any number of a mixture of other uh, not home user friendly uh, platforms that that. You're just not going to come to the table with that kind of background and that kind of experience unless you've been out there supporting this. There have been so many changes. We've been in business 27 years, and and we have seen the industry grow. We have seen the industry change. We have seen the hardware get, in some ways, much easier to use, but in some ways so much more complex than it ever was before. I mean, I started out in the days of DOS. I started out in the days of batch files and all of that sort of thing. And by the way, I still use those tools sometimes hmm. because sometimes that's the most expedient way to set up a, some sort of a scheduled task or something like that for, for a business that wants something to run every day at a certain time. Uh tools like that and background like that is pretty invaluable these days. Right now, we have so many. We see young people come out, and yes, even when they come straight out of schools and classes, uh, they may be geniuses at social media and, and at using those kinds of tools and mm-hmm. windows, but you plop them in front of a business problem where they say, I'd like to have this happen, uh, and these two programs start at this particular time. And so on. And they don't have any idea how to do that. Okay, you know, because it's not clicking. It's not pointing with the mouse. It's 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 not, you know, any of those skills that the young people develop so easily uh, that are social media related skills Mm -hmm. that they've that they've learned how to use. Now, it doesn't mean they don't have knowledge that I can gain from sometimes because they do. But I'm like a sponge, and I suck that stuff up pretty quick and pretty easily, and, and we have a mixture of ages on our staff that make sure we all stay pretty well informed. And, uh, again, that's a background that a single user, a home user, somebody who's done it casually but not as their main enterprise, not that their paycheck depended on it, right, is um, isn't going to bring to the table because they just don't have the time and they haven't gained that knowledge.
0: But George has the knowledge, and he is ready to partner with you to make sure that your business has everything it needs, especially if you need to do that conversion to Windows 10. Now's the time to get him scheduled to come in and help you take care of that. Check out the website, tctcs.com. All of his contact information is there for you, tctcs.com. And we've been talking about the need to make sure that you're partnering with a company that can help you do computer conversions, do software updates, do backups to make sure that all of your information is secure in the event that something does happen. doesn't necessarily have to be a hack. It doesn't necessarily have to be the fact that, you know, somebody in your... PR uh, payroll department may accidentally open up an email that they shouldn't have opened up that you know caused a problem. You know, you could have a, a business next to your business catch on fire and it impacts your business. Sprinklers can go off and and you know, where is your data?
1: Yeah, there's that's that's one issue. The another one is employees who bring computers from home mm-hmm. which may not be protected the same way as your computers in the office and so they may they all of a sudden become uh, the access point to your network. If you allow them to use your wireless or your or your wired network, uh, they plug it in. You think, oh, well, what harm is it going to be? Because they worked all night on this document, so now they want to transfer it to something. Well, if they happen to have a computer that's already got some sort of a uh, uh, of a uh, antivirus or some sort of a virus or uh, or ransomware uh, uh, prototype on their computer, you've just opened the door to that on your own network, despite all your other precautions. And, and then you also have to think about what does it take for you to notice a problem in your business, right? When something stops working, when something pops up on the screen to tell you that you've been infected or, or you can't print or you can't uh, get on the Internet uh, or your line of business stuff, software stops working or your server goes down. Then you notice it and then you call us. Uh, we have a real-time monitoring center in our office that, can, that monitors the customers we have uh, committed to watch out for. And we can tell at a moment's notice if you had something happen that's threatening your antivirus software. If you have a backup that stopped working. If you have, um, uh, 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 if you have uh, something else happen on any one of your monitored machines... For example, a hard drive starts throwing errors or something like that. We see all of that in our office, and we have these screens up all the time while we're there so that we notice that stuff when it happens. And and that's a level of protection that I guarantee you, you don't have. You notice something happens when it fails, and then you call us.
0: Right. Well, and I think that a lot of people maybe don't realize that you there, there's a difference between a consumer level of virus protection and a business level a commercial level there
1: is an enormous difference uh the virus protection you can go to costco and buy all right is it may be good and it may be good for average uh, uh, types of viruses that we've been dealing with for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. but this new generation of viruses and ransomware is so much more subtle uses so many more sneaky tricks uses social engineering to try to trick you into clicking on things or or clicking on links or opening attachments and emails uh give you an off and then they and then once they they're loaded onto your computer by any of those pathways uh they may even hide out for 12 hours before they actually start to take action so that if you're a, a, a favorite trick of some antivirus software is to do what they call sandboxing, which is test a new program first before it runs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in an isolated section of memory and see what it does. Okay. Well, uh, there's a whole new crop of, uh, of, uh, viruses that, that are aware of that. Okay. Right. And so they have a time delay built in and they won't start doing their nefarious things for 12 hours. Hmm which is long past any, any effort your sandboxing may have done to look at what it does when it just sits there and says, oh, that must be harmless. Right. And then 12 hours later, it activates and infects your entire network. Wow. So you have to have a software that's capable of catching that. You have to have software that's suspicious of those kinds of activities and, and, uh, and, and is able to keep its eyes open 24 hours a day to watch for things activating in the middle of the night when even if nothing was downloaded, all of a sudden there's something going on that's out of the norm, something going on that's, that's un, unusual behavior. And all the latest premier business uh, antivirus software, all of it is behavior-based, not definition-based. It looks at what's happening, not at... Uh, did this one meet this criteria? Because I found it in a database that I had to search long and hard to see if if anything there matched what I have here. Uh, that's the last generation software. It's slow and not, and it, it depends entirely on somebody having found that virus in the first place, mm-hmm. so that it made it into the database. And uh, somebody now,
0: updated. What they were supposed to update when they were supposed to update it to right. make sure that the and definition that sort is of thing. That? And
1: and so now you, it, it's looking to detect what are called zero-day threats the first time this was ever seen you have to have behavior-based software that looks at what the software does not how it acts and whether or not that action seems in character for where it was loaded from where it's being where it's trying to install itself and then it looks at things like does it reach out and Talk to another IP address off on the web, especially one that's in another country, because all of a sudden that could be suspicious. Yeah. And and so this this level of software isn't the kind of thing you're typically going to get in your home user antivirus. So so this is something else that that needs to be uh, uh, checked on a biz on business and needs to be kept up to date. Those updates are so important not, not only the antivirus updates but the Uh, computer updates because those updates often are patching security holes this is why there's a danger in using windows 7 server 2008 small business server 2011 no more security patches no more updates no more plugging of holes in that software after december actually january 14th and so you're going to be a sit and duck any any vulnerabilities that are already known of that haven't been patched any vulnerabilities that may be discovered, and believe me, they will be looking hard. Mm-hmm. Not once the updates and and the uh, and the automatic uh, uh, security patches are no longer being applied, they'll be looking hard to find vulnerabilities, just as they did. We already heard the WannaCry virus was retooled to look specifically for Windows 7 and Windows XP machines, mm. uh, and 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 to exploit vulnerabilities that those. Uh, uh, operating systems uh, were known to have, and so uh, you're going to bet you can bet that that's going to happen with uh, Windows Seven, Server 2008, Small Business Server 2011 as well. They're going to be uh, prime targets.
0: And of course, that is why it's so important for you to contact George today and get on the schedule to have him look at your system, look at your computers, look at your networking system to find out what you need to do to get upgraded, to make that conversion so that you are as safe as you can possibly be, especially as we head toward the end of the year, which is hurtling at rocket speeds. We're already almost in August, so time is running out. You really need to make sure that you get a hold of George this week and uh, work with him so that he can get your systems all up to date so that you don't have to worry about that come the end of the year. TCTCS.com is the website that you want to go to. It's tct computer solutions our focus on business we're talking with george hefter from tct computer solutions our focus on business this morning and george we've been talking about the importance of making sure that you partner with an expert like tct computer solutions to do those conversions to make sure that you're up to date to make sure that your software is up to date but what happens when we call you to find out how you can help
1: well what's going to happen uh Most of the time, if not all of the time, depends on what you ask for in the way of help, of course. Uh, What's going to happen is we're going to do a network assessment of your network so that we understand not only the obvious things, like how many computers you have and do you have a server and all of this, but almost always in, in, in existing businesses we find a lot of surprises. Like they may have a room where they have a switch and they have a router and they have a firewall. But then you get out into their office and you find out they also have like 20 little work group switches because they didn't have enough connections around the office. So solve the problem. Put in a switch. Put one here. Put one there. Put one there. Put one there. Next thing you know, you got a veritable forest of these things, all of which is uh, uh, takes its toll on the bandwidth, bandwidth on your network and all of which represent possible sources of failure because those things are typically made for casual use. And not business use, and sooner or later something dies, and it's invariably behind a bookcase, all right, behind a file cabinet, or something like that. And so you spend hours trying to figure out why this computer stopped working, and you try until you trace down all the wires, and you find out you you had one of these switches that died, and it was all kicked out of the way four years ago, And, and so it's been out of sight for all that time, and nobody even remembers putting it in. Right. So so we're going to do a network analysis to make sure we understand the complexity of your network and all the bits and pieces that you have, and then we'll look for changes that probably should be made in the interest of reliability, stability, and, um, and of course, cybersecurity changes, and we'll make those recommendations to you. We'll give you a proposal, show you what kind of condition you're in right now, what kind of condition you can get to, if you make these changes, and then some of those changes may, of course, be you either need to upgrade these computers if they're perhaps new enough but still running Windows 7, or if they're older than perhaps three years, uh, uh, you should up, you should probably upgrade them anyway, uh, and... Uh, and if they're newer than three years but still running Windows 7, you can probably get away with an upgrade to Windows 10. And uh, so all of these recommendations would be made to you, and, and there'd be sort of like a, uh, here's the project we have to do to get you into a stable, reliable condition, and then here's what our ongoing support will cost you once we get there. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do for you. We'll be doing monitoring. We'll make sure you would get the updates done uh as soon as they're available and they've been tested, we'll make sure that your antivirus stays current. We'll make sure that uh, your firewall is uh, effective and we'll monitor any threats that happen to hit your business and make sure you know about them and that sort of thing. Uh, These are the kinds of things. And then if anything goes wrong, our commitment uh, on our uh, ongoing agreements is We will keep you running and restore you to operation if it fails. That's all covered. Unlimited hours. Whatever it takes, we will do it. You will pay for parts, however. If something fails and has to be replaced, you're going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. But we will do all the work to get you back up and running and to keep you running as long as there's no changes in your infrastructure. You want to add five workstations. You want to upgrade to the latest and greatest server. Yeah, those are going to be a project. right? And And they're going to be separately priced. But as far as our ongoing support, we provide unlimited hours, day or night, weekends, doesn't matter, no emergency fees we will do what it takes to get to keep you running or to restore you to operation if you if you're not running and uh, that labor will all be uh, covered by, by that single monthly price okay and it's i guarantee you that price is going to be cheaper than a than a an employee
0: yeah absolutely and you can get that started by contacting george and his team at tctcs.com TCTCS.com or by calling 627 4808. Thank you, George, so much for coming in this morning. Focus on Business is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 610 KONA.